Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal first responders prepare for Hurricane Michael to hit Florida. During a press briefing, FEMA says it's pre-positioning assets and materials to begin the recovery process as soon as possible. It's coordinating responses with the Coast Guard, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and numerous non-governmental organizations. Agencies will be getting some health and wellness best practices throughout the month of October. As part of the Office of Personnel Management's celebration of National Work and Family Month, it's releasing materials highlighting standout agency health and wellness programs and a review of the current state of telework in government. This week, OPM launched a manager's toolkit with employee engagement best practices and other resources. Another agency faces an imposter scheme. The Social Security Administration warns against impersonators posing as its acting inspector general, Gail Stone. The caller states the person's social security number is at risk of being deactivated or deleted. SSA says people should avoid engaging as the caller may attempt to acquire personal information. GSA is requiring agencies implement additional security for .gov websites. A new two-step verification process is coming to all federal agency websites. The General Services Administration announces starting this month, all federal domains ending in .gov or .fed will require the use of Google Authenticator as another level of security. Users who log on to federal websites will have to enter their password, and then they'll receive a passcode via text that they will have to enter to finish logging in. GSA says the new two-step process will make it harder for a bad actor to steal a citizen's account or apply for benefits fraudulently. I'm Jason Miller. An Air Force major, an agent with the National Security Agency, along with a government contractor, are indicted for procurement fraud involving a $1.5 million contract. According to the Justice Department, between 2013 and 2015, Major Kevin Kushapinski and NSA veteran Randolph Stimak provided Kushapinski's wife, Mikhail, with unlawfully obtained source selection information to give her company an unfair advantage in bidding for a national defense contract. This allegedly occurred while the two men were both stationed at the the Aerospace Data Facility on Buckley Air Force Base in Colorado. The Army is changing the way it recruits after missing its 2018 goal by 6,500. It's updating its website for the first time in 10 years and also producing a new TV commercial campaign for the first time in two years. The Army says it's moving towards social media platforms like Twitch and Instagram as well. The Energy Department partners with the Army to develop hydrogen and fuel cell technology. Energy's Fuel Cell Technologies Office signs a Memorandum of Understanding with the Military Service, agreeing to work alongside the Army's Tank and Automotive Research Development and Engineering Command. That's the service's research and development facility for advanced technology and ground systems. The heads of both offices say the research will have military and civilian uses. The Government Accountability Office says the Defense Department has only just begun to grapple with cybersecurity vulnerabilities in its weapons systems. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. In a new report, GAO says that while the Pentagon has been paying attention to the security of its networks for years, vulnerabilities on weapons platforms have gotten relatively little attention. Cyber concerns did not become a part of DOD's formal requirements process until 2015. Because of that, GAO says the military likely has an entire generation of weapon systems that were built without considering cybersecurity at all. The office warns those vulnerabilities are putting even some of the military's newer systems at risk of enemy attack. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. And House and Senate Republicans 
want GAO to examine the Nuclear Regulatory Commission's planning, budget, and financial management activities. Leadership on the House and Senate Energy Committee's right to Comptroller Gene Dodaro, they say it's unclear if NRC has improved its fee-setting process or made organizational changes. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.